Go around, go around, the windmill hut is making sound live on the spinning stream, Nintendo Music Radio, except we're not live because we're now in the vapor wastes. So live from the vapor wastes, which basically means live from a rift in space and time. And what better week to be broadcasting from a rift in space and time when we are probably going to be talking about just that. This week, I am joined by not one, not two, not three, but four whole spinning sages. Mega Man 36. Hey. Powered on last week or last episode. Yeah. You're back up and running. How does it feel? Place is boring. It's a... Yeah. It's it's really empty. It's like a new Animal Crossing house. Yeah. Oh, at man. least at least there aren't like cobwebs and roaches like crawling all over the place. Is that a thing in Animal Crossing? Last time I checked, yeah. Mm. My new leaf house has yet to have either of those, but now I'm looking forward to it. I have Navifay! Woken from her hundred year slumber? Uh you <laughs> may have missed a lot, Navi. We have have you been were you awake uh before or after the um the cataclysm? Um I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Is this the first episode of the super windmill hut you've been on? Yeah, that's news to me. Oh, okay. Well, um, Judging by the whole 80s aesthetic in here, I'm sure you can tell there's been some changes. Yeah. Um, so a, a number of our, our staff went missing for a while, but we we have found them. We found some of them anyway. We actually found some that were missing for a long time. Shoff is back. Yeah, um, that one was not, weird. <laughs> she's not here this week, but um, she is now back in the vicinity. Uh, and I don't know where Ski is, but Ski is definitely alive and well. Although sometimes when I look on the radar, I can't find skis, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Blue's house is no longer here. Uh, is back. Yes, and I'm bit. still very depressed about it. Yes, Blue Blue, Blue Munora here, by the way. Um, you sound like you're taking it in stride, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're 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 looking for the pieces. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the last time I stress hibernate. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, you're you're like you're like one of those uh, dragons in Fire Emblem who goes to sleep and then you wake up and all your friends are dead and you're like, oh no, I'm alone again. Oh, that's wow. depressing. What? Yeah. The- <laughs> Did you know that they don't sleep for that reason? Wow. Yeah, because if they do fall asleep, that's that's Tiki's whole thing in Awakening. Anyway, Dark Link Twenty Two is here. Howdy, I'm here. <laughs> I see your name is Dank Tank Twenty Two. Is this a is this a reference to our our um, our reboot here, our our gritty post apocalyptic reboot? No, I just wanted two things that rhyme. <laughs> and four twenty was five days ago now, so I know, right? It's still four twenty until the end of this month, though. It's still four twenty in our hearts. Actually. Well, no, that was yesterday, but yesterday it was 420, 420. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you're right. It was four. Well, no, it was it was four and then three twenties. Yeah. 
420, 2020. Well, now is I think 420 in Animal Crossing is just the Nature Day festivities, which is why there's a sloth hanging around because everybody's turning into high sloths. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you guys got a fa- uh, uh, a sloth. I got a mischievous fox thing. Oh yeah, oh. No, we all we all got that one, Dark. Uh, I know. Um, uh, I like that guy though. He's um crazy. W- 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 who am I kidding? I don't like that guy at all. <laughs> Screw him. He's he's like somehow shadier than Tom Nook. Wow. <laughs> But gets none of the flack for it. Isn't it weird? A little yeah. bit. It's almost like uh, people see him as sort of a an empowering crime doer or like like he's like fighting the power or something. But in reality, he's just taking advantage of people more uh, overtly. I don't know. We'll see. We, we could a have... theory for another day. Yes, another day for, a, for the same segment, which... Am I right in saying this is the first time I've un- un- op- I've opened this new segment? Is this um, the first? Th- there's a new segment. There oh. are many new segments, Navi, and they're all so uh, they're all so involved that they take up an entire episode, generally, um, with one exception. And this oh, week, we're opening another new one. Yes, it seems like every other time we do this show, we have a new segment, which is. Um, this one is called Theory Mongers. And I'm sure Moogs will insert some awesome music here or some kind of... Isn't that why you paused? (laughs) That is why I I paused. I'm ruining it for him. Oh yeah, I did the thing. Thank you. So, uh, what we do here at Theory Mongers is we do basically what uh, MatPat does for money and do it better for free. And we're also not assholes about it. Exactly. I was just about to say. Oh, you mean you mean we don't clickbait and we don't not give people credit for the games they play on their Steam? Yo, did she just walk up slowly and down smash? She did. She really did, though. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. we're, yep. we're we're sort of like responsible <laughs> versions. Yeah. Of this. Uh, yeah. It's a whole another rabbit hole. To go down that not we to, do not want to do. Not to toot our own ocarinas, but uh, we are we, we really like Zelda lore a lot, and so what better way to start this new segment by than by delving into some Breath of the Wild talk? I know it's three years old now, uh, but it's weird. <laughs> two things might surprise you. One. Navi Faye here has not finished it, so we have to be careful about specific topics right yeah remember that whole discussion about the sleep hibernation and the stress stuff yeah so we don't want to spoil it for that reason we don't want to spoil the specifically the content within the castle which makes things a little difficult but we'll find a way oh yeah um and (laughs) and uh so so navi you've you've done all the dlc which is good uh-huh. Um, 
You've done the... You haven't done Trial of the Sword, but you basically know what happens at the end of that, right? Yeah. I've attempted it a few times, and I just haven't pleaded it. But but that's that's not a huge spoiler. I think I've already mentioned to you part of what that contributes in terms of lore. And then, um... Uh, just that Fee, you know, you can hear yeah. Fee now. Oh. Um, and then the other thing was, um, yeah, so, so the final battle, the ending, and the, uh, the final memory, and the castle memory. Basically all the stuff about Zelda's dad. Um, yeah, so I'm like, if you, like, put me on, like, a map of progress, I'm like five steps from the finish line and I like got sidetracked and went to get McDonald's and disappeared for three years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You, you had to get in a food desert somewhere. <laughs> you had to get that free Shavakadu, you know, we get it. We get it. <laughs> oh my god. Back from the dead, this fucking meme. <laughs> I'm a meme uh, necromancer. <clears throat> I, I'm a meme grandpa, so is that, like, better than a meme grandpa? Is that, yes. like, the next evolution? Do I have to class up? <laughs> do you have to class up? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you do. You have, to, okay. you have to choose the which order of uh, meme you want to be. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, it's, my, it's my subclass. Yeah. Okay, well, well let's, uh, let's start by talking about a, a, a theory, then, that navi brought forward to me i think you pieced this together with a combination of uh your own ingenuity and some zeltic videos i think uh yeah he's well he's one of the theorists that i watch primarily there's also another one who goes by the name nintendo black crisis i'm not entirely sure oh yeah you showed me some of his videos too he's really good too yeah so a couple of that a couple of their videos combined with some of my own thoughts mostly so the leviathans i think is is what we're talking about right yes uh, this was the main thing you told me so 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 tell us what is the deal with those i mean from a game perspective or from a theory slash lore perspective well you can start with the game just to give people background but but we want to know what your lore take is on it because because there's a lot of speculation about them well uh I guess the easiest way to explain it for anyone who's not familiar with the Leviathan uh, side quest is uh, which which um, horse barn do you find? Words are hard right now. It's okay. Um, (laughs) Uh, You're sleepy. Um, It's the stable on the southern side of Tanagar Canyon near the uh, yeah where you you run into I'm. I believe in game they're referred to as archaeologists, which is technically incorrect, but we're not going to get into the paleontologists who call themselves archaeologists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, you encounter these three archaeologists, and they're having this heated debate at the stable about a cataclysmic event that wiped out a, re- a species called Leviathans, and they each have their own theory. So one of them thinks a great drought wiped them out. One of them thinks uh, a great flood or, like, um, an ice age wiped them out. And then the third one, I believe, 
I think he kind of references like a climate change or something. No, I think one of them says flood and the other one says ice age, right? Oh, yeah, you might be right. So, but so, either way, <laughs> right? Either way, either way, it sort of goes in. It, it sort of goes in three different directions that may or may not be compatible if you think about. Yeah. You know. But but, but um, yeah. Go ahead. Basically, they task Link with um, going out and finding evidence to support their own theories. And so you find these three Leviathan skeletons scattered across Hyrule. Um, there's one in each province, right? Yes. Well, well not there's, each, there's one not in each province, but there's one in um, there's three one... of the four corners of the map, generally yeah. speaking. So there's one that's all the way up. I'm forgetting names here. Uh, there, so there's the three. The three are in all way all the way down in the very very lower left corner is in the Gerudo Desert in Dragons. Dragons. I think it's is it. I think it's Dragons. Um, is it? Are, are we talking about like the skeletons? Yes, um, the giant okay. skeletons. Yeah, the big, yeah. the okay. really really big skeletons. Um, I was like, I don't remember leviathans at all. So it's just the yeah, oh, they, no, ca- they call them that. Yeah, they call them that, and historically that is correct because leviathan usually does entail a large aquatic animal. Mm-hmm. But again, that's not necessarily relevant. So, <laughs> so so there's one down in Gerudo Desert in the bottom left corner. There's, there's one, ne- one near the upper right corner underground in an ice cave. Mm-hmm. Hebra, and then and there's one sort of in the not all the upper right, but like kind of behind uh, Death Mountain. It's yeah. uh, I believe it's on the same side as it's, um the canyon, correct? It's, like the big impassable canyon. Yes, it's right next to where um I forgot which dragon it is, but the dragon spawns next to oh uh, Dinral. Yes. Okay. So uh, basically, you go around and you you know photograph big old thing and then you take it back to the archaeologists who are like wow you drew this <laughs> yeah nobody <laughs> understands that you have a camera like because i mean but, of course not um which yeah that's just funny in its own right but you know they're realizing that oh it looks like all of our theories might be right which is interesting but more interesting i believe is the general um taxonomy of these skeletons because if you are unaware um one of my weird pastimes is just being an animal nature buff Uh uh-huh and all of these skeletons have strong characteristics to whale oh whales and if you might recall through the course of many different zelda games there have been a lot of deities and godlike figures who take the shape of whales. Whales are pretty popular in Zelda. You mean exactly. The, the main one is, of course, the uh, windfish. And well, funny you should mention that because it actually, for some people, theorize that the skeleton in the ice cage in the Hebrew region might actually be the windfish because. If you look very, very closely at its skeleton, uh-huh. it's either this one or it might be the one in the desert. In the desert, yeah. The... One of them does have sockets on its back 
where small wings could have been placed. Ooh. Only the only issue with that one is that the skeleton in the desert has teeth, so indicating that it's a toothed whale of some sort. Whereas the windfish in the original um game seems to be a baleen whale of some sort, so it wouldn't have teeth, but it would have like a filter mouth. I mean, it's a discrepancy because it's a god. It probably doesn't need to eat, but... Uh-huh. Um, there's other ones like um, Oceanus. Uh, I think it's very Oceus. interesting. Yeah, Oceus. Um, I think it's very interesting. Uh, the one that you find in the Elden Province in particular uh, bears a very strong resemblance to Levias from Skyward Sword because it has that huge bony head plate. Oh yeah, so, I forgot what Levias looked like. Now I remember. He's, he's basically a, just a whale with a with a shell on top. Yeah, he's a whale mixed with yeah. a turtle. So um, I'm trying to. It's always interesting trying to find pictures for these things, and they're just yeah. Uh, Oceus is particularly not. difficult to find an image of. Um, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a picture of him his whale form on. Uh, well, the thing that the reason that we picked these three, even though there are other whales, I mean, there's there's Jaboon, there's Jabu Jabu. There's... Yeah, I was going to ask, like, if the also who is Oceus? Oceus but... is yeah. the. Oh, do you want? Do you want to explain? Yeah, uh, Oceus is the. Um, I guess he's technically the god of the. Uh, he's from Phantom Hourglass, so oh. it would that... be those games that been off from Wind Waker specifically. Okay. Yeah, he's That's basically like the wind fish, but he, he okay. like his powers are basically the same. Like, yeah. like he has more more control over time, but just barely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I do see now in this photo of the Leviathan in the desert that there are actually small wings attached to the skeleton, which would put it more in line with the actual wind fish. Right. Um right. But the interesting thing about this is it kind of ties into a bigger theory that no... No, unacceptable. Or I'm sorry, shiny, rather. What was I saying? Uh, oh, right. You were saying the, 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 a theory that you and I had about... About this interesting patchwork that you see when you look at the entirety of the map for Breath of the Wild. And it's interesting because these leviathans kind of lend into that theory a little bit, but when you travel to locations on the map and, you know, you fill out all of the locations, there's a lot of nods to other places from other Zelda games. Like, I mean, there's almost an entirely, like, perfect replica of Lon Lon Ranch when you get closer to the castle. Um, what's another one? There's, like, uh, little spots. Oh, there's, there's, like, little tons. spots called, like... Yeah, there's, like, what? The, Labrina the entire, Hills or something? So the, the swamp between Laneru and Nakluda, that's called Gopanga Swamp, which is straight out of Link's mm-hmm. Awakening. And then all mm-hmm. of the... All of the locations in it are, like... Uh, they're locations, like, straight out of Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, there's the, the little, um, 
the valley between Mount Laneru and Laneru Great Spring is basically the Oracle series maps, like yeah, pretty pretty overtly. Um, I mean, the only places where you see really original names come up are the areas where, uh, which are like new provinces. So yeah, you know, the so Dakota like- province, the the Tan- the Tabantha, Hebra, and Agalaga, Akala, yeah, Akala, yeah. I, I call it, I, I call it Akalaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just trying to like. And then, of the course, map. there are various Zonai type ruins near the edges of the map, but I mean, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but... that's kind of its own little thing, but basically, um, the working theory that I have is, um, there's that one spot. That's really close to, um, gosh, what am I thinking of? It's, like, right up by Tabantha, kind of, but it's also, like, right by, um, the, that one shrine that's always in, like, thunder, lightning, and it's always oh, storming yes, over Hyrule there. Oh, yes, Hyrule Ridge. Yeah, it's, um, there's a spot there that's called, is it? The Breach of Demise? Yes, yes. See, you remember names. I don't remember names. <laughs> and I just thought that was really interesting, calling it the Breach of Demise, because as some of you are aware, <laughs> way, way, way back at the beginning, it wasn't Ganon, it was Demise. And Demise's malice is what, further down the road, kind of evolved into Ganon and anybody who kind of came after that as, you know, this reincarnation of hatred for the goddess and her chosen hero. And, you know, it's just really interesting that you have these leviathans that seem to represent deities from different games, and we all know that there's three divergent timelines, and yet, curiously, in conjunction with those leviathans, you have all these places that are nods and references to other games that would otherwise not have any kind of connection whatsoever, like completely parallel timelines. And dimensions. Weird? Like, some of them are, like... Oh, you're some right. Some of the stuff is from Termina, and Koholint is, like, how would anybody... Like, I mean, right. Koholint, theoretically, you could be like, ah, the hero returned and told us of his travels and named uh-huh. the places after this. But, like... Termina, I mean, unless you want to say the same thing. Um, and then, yeah, like, there's a lot of... It, it really... In, it would be one thing if they were just strewn around the map just as references. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and a lot of people do dismiss this kind of theory as like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, they just wanted to make references to everything. But, like, the wow. clusters of things next to each other that are it's just a little too neat mm-hmm. how yeah. how all of the oracle stuff is nearby each other how all of the phantom hourglass stuff is next to each other how all of the ocarina stuff is like centered around hyrule field and then like north of that is where all the minish cap stuff goes um like like you mm-hmm. would think that these things would be more spread out if they really just wanted to throw things around but like um it really does seem like there's kind of some intention there. Like, there's a lot of Twilight Princess stuff south, you know, in the southern half of the map. Like, um, I'd also far- like to point out 
if I may, mm-hmm. um, the very distinct and interesting, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Climate distinctions that you have between regions. Yes. Like those, those weather systems like that would not are not real. <laughs> exactly. They don't really quite make sense, do they? You have a complete arid desert to one corner. You have a frigid, snowy tundra to the upper left. You have then you've got like the sweet spot right in the middle where it's like the plains and all the plateaus and stuff. You've got this really tropical um, muggy kind of rainforest down in Faron. And then up in Akala and Elden, I guess that would be kind of temperate. There's also mm-hmm. kind of like a motif with all of them where they all kind of represent a different season. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, oh yeah, that is true. That's really weird. Yeah, because I mean, if you haven't noticed, Akala is almost in perpetual fall. Um, oh yeah, that is super weird. That's why there's so many apples. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just really interesting that when you really think about it, this map of Hyrule is such a hodgepodge of climates and, you know, different kind of geological structures. You've got plateaus, you have cliffs, you have mountain ranges, you have swamps, you have an ocean line coast, you have canyons, you've got everything. And that's very much a Zelda thing, but also like... Uh, in a game that, like, doesn't have a reason to make those, like, like, I mean, and there's, there's some places where there's, like, there's, like, three main areas where there's snow, right? Mm -hmm. They're not all next to each other, but most of them are. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's only really one area with lava. There's only one desert. There's only one, like, rainforest, and it makes sense it's down next to the coast. But, like, really, what you're saying is true. Like, it does not follow a kind of, like, it doesn't, it, you know, and it's a video game. It doesn't need to make sense. But mm-hmm. um, I guess getting a little back on track here, um, how are we, what are we implying here with, about the Leviathans? I think with the Leviathans, um mixed with what we've kind of been speaking about and people of course as they do scrambling to try and figure out where this fits in the timeline <laughs> <laughs> because that's just what the fan fandom uh, base does yeah i what shiny and i are trying to say is this particular game doesn't fit one timeline it fits all of them and the, and I think I think in 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 the making of a champion they also sort of all but explicitly say that like they basically say well it could fit on any of them really I yeah. I, I was about to say that and it, you you I think you're supposed to take it as like a really offhanded cheeky comment but like yes. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to be literal right uh, um so if we were to uh, go by uh, what's his name David. Bur- David's what's his name? I the polygon no guy. The polygon guy. Um Oh Brian Hyrule, David Gilbert. Brian uh yeah, yeah, Brian David Gilbert. Uh Hyrule Warriors led to this. 
<laughs> yeah, God. yeah. He takes some more. He takes some more uh, shit post view of this, but uh, which I have total respect for, honestly. Absolutely, you have to have some fun with it. Yeah. But um, it's it's just so curious to me, especially with the legends of Calamity Ganon and how he's so supposedly powerful, but he's so powerful that he's not t- entirely in control of um, himself. It's like. Who's to say when he reemerged that his anger wasn't so powerful? He literally ripped through time and space and somehow converged the timelines. Um, when you scan demise in Skyward Sword, Fee says this creature has conquered time itself. Time immortal. So this isn't like just something we're pulling out of our ass either. Yeah, it's no, just... and it's like, and. I mean, especially when you look at some of, like, when you actually, like, visit some of the locations on the map, they just look wrong. Not like something, like, bad happened here, but, like, they look like they've literally been ripped up from somewhere and just dropped somewhere else. Um, okay. So I'm just going to go off a little, uh, a quick tangent, because it reminds me of how another game does it. Um, uh-huh. Dark Souls 3 does a very similar thing where basically... All these like old kingdoms converge onto one area, and that's how you go from like snow place to lava place, you know, <laughs> in like in the same area. But like, um, but yeah, it, all the kingdoms converge onto one another. It kind of reminded me of Breath of the Wild. Now that we're talking about it, well, it's interesting because you know, um, Breath Zelda's always had like it's always had that desert there. It's always had that that lake there and that volcano and somewhere Mm -hmm. there's been a forest but like you know things yeah those are fairly constant but like hebra is brand new Uh uh-huh i mean is brand new and and then even some returning locations aren't exactly in the same place like deku forest is not next to the volcano in right of time kokoriko forest yeah the great well the we have actually have a, I don't know if we can add this onto our list but we I we, Navi and I have a special theory about specifically the the great Hyrule forest because that is a weird one and it seems very like whoop here's this goes here like bop yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it looks like something was uh, reworked <laughs> perhaps moved so 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 yeah. So, so sticking to our Calamity Ganon versus space-time itself kind of theory here, um, this, this I think, gets uh, brought up a lot about the canyon around Hyrule, right? Like, how did that get there? Why does no one in the story talk about it? What is down there? Um, my oh, theory, that's my favorite part. My theory is basically the same as Navi's, that, like, this is part of the destruction that ripped and tear ripped, ripped, ripped and tears. don't give moogs ammunition <laughs> like, um, yeah, what i mean i'm just i'm just looking for lore for the for the hut you know um yeah uh, and, and and the the you know what's interesting is that along those lines or if you want to if you want to look at hyrule as having three plates three tectonic plates you can kind of see mm-hmm. that Tangar canyon doesn't really connect to the main canyon but it almost does and it sections off what is hebra and then the mountains there 
the the Gerudo Highlands, basically, and Gerudo Valley. Um, they section off what is sort of like a desert, which almost feels like a different country. Yeah. And actually, the canyon does wrap around there. It actually, um, people, if you go to the West End and and stay back far enough that you don't get, you know, sandstormed and your vision can't go any further, you can see that the desert actually stretches way, way out. And there's another mesa way out there that um, uh-huh. east of which, or sorry, to north of which, uh, it just wrap go just. You know, rolls right into the canyon. Uh, if you, if uh, you want a, if you want a better, better visualization of it, um, I would recommend the Boundary Break on Breath of the Wild. It's really good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out that to is, she says. That's possible. Yeah. Um, part the limitations <laughs> of that, uh, as 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 that video points out, also is that when you go far enough out, you are actually seeing a, a loop of map. Uh, you are yeah. seeing. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is Gerudo Desert is just a giant bowl. Yeah. It kind of is, yeah. Except that if you go south of it, you eventually hit the ocean, which you can see. It's visible. And west of it, you can see, yeah, the other lip of that bowl, which connects to those, you know, those big green, those, that, those big tall cliffs at the edge of Hyrule. But necessarily... You should be able to, if you could walk out there, you could walk down into the bottom of that canyon, and I assume that that's where you find the the, the Breath of the Wild two trail. I, okay, I feel like that's. <laughs> I feel like wherever they're finding the corpse of Ganon underground, covered in Gerudo stuff, like obviously, stuff. like I mean, look, he's got the like symbol on like five places on his dead body, and you're, you are not, you're not wrong. And, and there's a whole also, bunch of Gerudo texts swirling around him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And the ruins they walk through are like very Zonai, which are... All- and also are found in Gerudo... Anyway, what I'm saying is, and w- uh, what I think Navi is saying is, the Leviathans themselves are each on a different timeline. So note that the the Downfall timeline has the Windfish, the uh, Adult timeline has Oceus and uh, the... This is the sort of the weakest link of my, of my theory. The, the the child timeline does not have a specific whale, although I mean it has Jabu Jabu. But are we really going to go there? Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of. Mm, although I guess you could say it's like, like. Yeah. And, and and the most like if you were going to nail this down to one, like based on mm-hmm. what the developers have said, they really do want to evoke for some reason the Twilight Princess map. Dude, Shiny, every time you bring up Twilight Princess to me, it's sort of like actual torture. I mean, uh oh. You did it again. Shiny vacation. Sorry. Um, and so I think if we're looking at present Hyrule mm-hmm. uh, and there's a sky spirit somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. look, so the, the thing about a thing about Oceus and the Windfish, they can both create their own world that is separate from like Hyrule, right? 
So if you kill them, if they're dead, uh, whatever their world is, ends up... Where does it end up, right? Does it end up... I mean, like, you wake up the windfish and his world disappears, right? But uh-huh. um, if, if, if tying into this theory you have the windfish um, drops the end of downfall timeline wherever he, he dies... I have a mm-hmm. conjunction theory here that uh, the Zelda One map is the Gerudo Desert. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so I was waiting for I was waiting well, to drop this on you because if you know, note that the ocean yeah. is right to drop the east, down. right to the east, right. It's surrounded by mountains to the north, uh-huh. and Spectacle Rock there is right in the middle. Are you sure? Because I mean, like, if we're going by, say, like. Uh, Zelda 1 to Zelda 2, all of Hyrule is Death Mountain in Zelda 1. Well, in Zelda 1, you're only south of Del- you're south of Death Mountain and on the southern half of Death Mountain. Right? And you're, to right. The, you're on the shores to the east of it, which, if you look on the map here, you can see that. Oh. If you go to... If you think about Zelda 2, um, Zelda 2 goes... Uh, as far south as the very as as basically Spectacle Rock itself, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's you know uh, there's a, there's a water town. There's a I mean there's all this. There, if you go to the far north of it though, there's mm-hmm. Raru Town, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So do you remember where Raru Town is on Breath of the Wild? Because it's there. Do you mean Morgan Village? No, no. There's Raru Settlement Ruins. Um, Ooh. it's uh, it's up by the. Uh, it's, it's like it's like right on the way to the Great Forest, isn't it? Yep, it's right south of the Great Hyrule Forest. Which, I think, I'm pulling up a Zelda Two map here. <laughs> it is deep lore hours. Oh, yes. This is the surprise theory that I came up with while we were sitting here. Um, uh-huh. Zelda 2 map, if you think about what is near Raru Town, Raru Town, uh, directly east of... Are you waiting for someone to fill it in? Yes. Oh. I've never yeah. played Zelda 2. <laughs> okay, well... Directly it's... east of the castle. Yeah, the uh, the great, the, not the great palace, but the uh, what do you call it? You know what I'm talking about. The, the Eastern fucking... palace. No, no, oh. the, uh, the, the 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 North Castle. Right. That you start out at. Right, the North Castle, which is in the middle of a lake. Yep. So. So I mean, it's like kind of right there. Oh. If you look at the castle in this game, like it's kind of right there. Isn't is isn't the forest surrounded by a river, or is, or is that it me? Is. Mister, oh, it is. Well, maybe they just, maybe uh, mm. Coco Rico Forest just plopped on a town, <laughs> well, or a temple. Do you want to do you want to take this uh, opportunity to segue? Because I think I think we have a we have an answer to this. Wait a minute. He's, Where he's are we segueing dark, to? Dark has almost figured it out. You, what was that you said, Dark? It's almost as if they took the Korok Forest and dropped it right there on top of it? I mean, if you watch <laughs> the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, something is being lifted 
out of the ground. Ah, uh, yes. Specifically the castle. I know what you're talking about. So I'm like, maybe, take maybe... That, like... Take that same, that same idea, right? Look at the shape of the Korok Force. And there's a there's a video that does this clever thing I'm doing it right now, but... I do, I do believe it's a Zeltic one, or it could be Nintendo Black Crisis. They might have both done something I with think, this. I think it was the latter, but... Um, if you look at the shape of the Great Hyrule Forest and the shape of the Great Plateau, what you will see is pretty similar. And also, the outside of the Great Plateau, just very, very different than everything around it. Just that it's on that raised section like it was underground. and um, Not like, only that, but uh, may I also add mm-hmm. how very strange it is its architecture and the fact that it basically has Ocarina of Time's um, castle town located on top of it, and it's just plopped. Yes, in the if you go to the fountain the that was at the center of town and mm-hmm. face the the face the uh, the Temple of Time, it's right where it should be. And not only that, but if you then face where the castle should be, it's right there. If you were to replace it, if you were to switch the Great Plateau and the Great Hyrule Forest, yeah, it's right there. Well, I mean, what if, you know, they, you know, like you said, they just switched it. They, they moved. Or not even that. What if they just moved it and the Great Hyrule Forest sprang from that? Sprang from the gap, right? Because, I mean, there's that big lake there. Yeah, because, I mean, like, if you take the outline of the Great Plateau, and you kind of, like, overlay it to the outline of the moat that surrounds the Great Forest, they line up pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you'll find that, you know, it's very likely that Kakarika Village moved, right? Because it looks nothing like it. Um, and But if you, let, like, put those things back where they were, right? And then piece together with me here the... Uh, I mean, Hyrule Castle is a lot bigger than this too. So I mean, you could yeah, also it's huge. could also speculate yeah. that, ca- that that it's a new castle. But um, I do want to to float the idea that maybe um, if you're looking at the Ocarina of Time map, particularly, mm-hmm. everything is in the right place if you make that switch. Yeah, about and pretty much right down the Long Long Ranch. Mm-hmm. You've got pretty much everything in the right place, um, and I do think I do think that the, the the castle town in this game is moved. I do think that because it uh, you know doesn't have any real um, like the similarity is a little uh, lost. But and correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the spirit of the king say something about the specific temple of time located on? Grant on the the plateau. He refers to the plateau itself as the birthplace of the kingdom of Hyrule. Which, Which when you think about it, makes that's... no sense if it's not where the rest of the castle is. I mean, you True. could you could argue that they relocated the castle after time, but I'm sure they did. That's what I'm saying. I'm actually mm-hmm. coming out and saying that's what they did. And also, if you want to look at it as the birthplace of Hyrule, and you want to tell me that that's not Skyloft. Oh, dude! Yeah, I just <laughs> made that connection! Because what do you... 
what do you have to do to get off of it? You've got to use your freaking glider. Yeah. Oh my. God. You have to jump off the edge. Mind explosivo. Correct. Oh, that's so symbolic, and I didn't even realize it. Right. And now another cool thing <sighs> you might want to consider here is. It- like okay going with the idea that it was moved at some point right Mm -hmm. let's say before it was moved where would it have landed right it would have been where the great hyrule forest is right Uh uh-huh okay skyloft right there and then you say dark i know what you're thinking oh i see where you're going with this dark what were you gonna say I mean, I was, I was going to say it should be right next to the sealed temple, which is right next to the high, the, the giant forest there. Yes. Um, if you go, if you go west, like you what's would. What's in the canyon, Dark Link? <laughs> I actually think that that the ruin part underneath the like the bottom half of the the Great Plateau, like where it's all like built, mm-hmm. I feel like that is the. I feel like the Skyloft part is under that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's yeah. the inside because it's been built over and Temple of yeah. Time wasn't there. And, and, okay. And... Okay, so explain to me what what near the canyon? I, I don't... So, I, I haven't... So, my brain hasn't connected. <laughs> okay, so if you look at where the Great Hyrule Forest is and you look at that big canyon right over by Tabantha Tundra... Uh-huh. If you go in that canyon tucked right up in the corner at the end of that canyon mm-hmm. is the Forgotten Temple. Oh. And it's covered and in the it... exact same architecture as the uh, Temple of Hylia from... And not only that, but what's in that Forgotten Temple? Um... It's the giant Hylia statue from Skyloft. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, God. And wow. You guys not notice for... this? And to further, um, uh, kind of p- prove, not prove, but like Make evidence cry. to that theory, um, <laughs> I think it was Zeltic actually. He pointed yeah. out that there in, in the Forgotten Temple, there is like a single tree. Yep. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, there's a single tree within the entirety of the temple, implying that it's the same tree that was inside the sealed temple. It's growing out of the the like left side of it too. It's so good. I love it so much. And it's just it's one of those tiny nods that you don't even notice, and then when you do, you're like, ah. Oh. The thing that's fascinating to me is looking is going up to the mountain above, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is Drenna Peak, Mount Drenna. And looking down at every little, every separate layer of sediment that goes over that temple to, to just tell just how fucking old it is. Yeah, and, and how how long it's been down there, how long things have been building up around it. Honestly, it feels to me like Tanagar Canyon is man-made. It feels like that one was excavated as part of the... Um, oh, it definitely could have been. Part of the excavation to find the guardians and the uh, shrine. Or, well, maybe not the shrines, but the... Uh, That's probably where Bob Meadow came from. Like, somewhere in that likely. canyon. Very, very... I like that idea because it does end sort of near the Rito Village, doesn't it, Blue? Yeah, kind of. Like, there's a, there's a little spot where you're going to... There's a shrine called Doombatog, and... There's a little spot that's like, re- like right next to the village. Yeah. Yeah, that's that right there is that that shrine down there is re- the, the one shrine that's in that canyon besides the one in the in the temple is 
really close. I mean, it's right also, next to Rito Stable. Isn't it kind of curious that the Forgotten Temple is conveniently located closest to the sacred beast that looks like a bird? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, man. You want to talk bird theories? Because I got them. <laughs> Birds, right? Bird up. Hello. We're all upset that the Rito in this game coexist with Zora, who, like, we thought are, like, the same thing, right? But do you want to talk be. about... You want to talk about how how those Rito are evolved from Loftwings? Do you want to do that, or or do you want to go and ask the question why was the Great Palace in Zelda Two guarded exclusively by really fucking strong bird swordsmen I've... for the king for the king that were all red birds? Point. The hand of the king. Um, Not wow, only that, okay. but the red bird crest on every Hyrule shield. Like hell yeah. <laughs> been leading up to it. I know, it's like... Like, it would make sense if Vame was modeled after the Loftwings. Absolutely. It's like, it's like that meme with Kronk where he's like... Oh yeah, it's all coming together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) It really is. It really is. People really wanted to use this game as a way to say, see, none of the the lore rack really matters, because look, it can just be all over the place, and it's like... Man, but do, you, do you really like, think that the the, the, the the smug a-holes who made Zelda were thinking that? Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing that really throws a wrench in that is that the whole thing with the Rito in Wind Waker is that they were Zoras who prayed to the gods, and the gods gave them wings because... They the whole them. sea is not actually a sea. It's like god magic or whatever. So that's why there's no fish and you can't swim in it. So, I mean, you can swim in it, but like it's like I think it's like not. Um, it's, it's, if you're a Zora, I don't think you can like yeah you know, feel breathe in it or whatever. It's well, like, yeah, because it's it's not really water. It's just it's like okay. te- tears of the gods or something. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw another wrench into this. Um, okay, to this theory. Go for it. Um, well, it, it's saying that uh, it's all all the timelines come together. Like they could still, both of those creatures could have just evolved from sky skylofts themselves, but they had a divergent. Um, Skylofians. Yeah. Well, they, well, but, well I, I think what, what what Navi's saying, the reason Navi's saying that's a wrench is because it it it's explicitly stated in Wind Waker that the, the Zoras, like the Ocarina of Time Zoras, turned into the Wind Waker Rito. But mm-hmm. then the, the the Zoras in this are like some other branch. Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying like both species were descendants of Loftings. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. like in real life, there are divergent species. You know? so, you, so you think the Loftwings turned into Zoras and then back into Rito? No, I, I, I think they turned into both. I think what Dark League is trying to say is that they have a common ancestor in Loftwings, but at some point their evolution split, which could make sense. It could work. I mean, it's it's a way more it's a way more uh, well, scientific, scientific. What yeah, is? Yeah. Well, you know how there's like different Zora in uh, Zelda One. How yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. what it's, if it's, the Rito um, are an offshoot of that particular offshoot of Zora? Or, potentially, 
Uh-huh. What we're seeing is these Rito could, in fact, be related to the original Rito that were turned into that species by the gods. And these Zora are an offshoot of which ones are the ones? There's the river Zoras and then there's the saltwater Zoras. So and, it can and be an the, offshoot. And the freshwater Zoras in Twilight Princess do most closely resemble the ones in the game. Yeah. So but we don't talk about Twilight Princess. Yeah, not, but, but, not I mean, but I mean, if you look at them, it's a little, it makes more sense than if you were to say, oh, these fall from river Zoras that look like the fishmen from Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and sometimes there's, and this is going completely into like evolu- like biological evolutionary theory, sometimes given certain environmental factors, you can get super similar species that had no genetic ancestry right. that they share it, it it can just happen so i actually these... am i'm actually starting to buy this because if you think about the 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 zoras turning more human and then turning more bird but they're basically still human birdish if they mm-hmm. kept going they would just become more bird-like right in yeah. theory and then these zoras we know there's other types of zoras um uh, so, so yeah, I mean, there is that. There's, there's also like, I mean, maybe we don't, maybe we don't think that this is related because we we know about the Skyloftians, but like, there's the Sky Tribe in Minish Cap, which takes place right after that. Um, you can sort of see, sort of view them as related to the, um, and you know, they all have white hair. Do they become the Sheikah? Ooh, another theory. So the Skyloftians that stood up became the Like, that is a good question, since in, since in Skyward Sorged, Impa appeared as a blonde. Yeah, and, and Impa is like the only she. So, actually, no, yeah, that's a good point, because that means that Sheikah existed before Skyloft, so... Which, again, looking at all of the very, very, very ancient shit that is in this game, that references yeah. sort of the technology in Lanayru Desert... Um, kind of yep. makes sense. Kind of makes sense yep. that they would be. Oh, uh, that's another good one that we didn't mention. Now that I'm thinking about it, thank you for reminding me. What's up? Uh, the whole idea of um, time shift stone. Oh yeah, time shift stones, which is what we think powers the guardians. Because how else would they, you know, not run out of power or whatever? Yeah, we because think... basically every time they activate, they just revert back to a state of when they were functional. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's a matter of all the Sheikah tech working as well. Yeah. Also we, true. We think that this is probably related. Also, I do want to talk about color coding for a sec. And this isn't like a discrete theory. This actually connects to a bunch of things, but we've talked about um actually wait, before I get there, I do want to just cap off cuz we been, we have been talking about timelines and time and whatnot and bringing in things from other timelines and not really addressing i think specifically right uh and this so we think osius lands up in hebra right was that what we said uh i believe so yeah because if we're to if we're to go off the skeletal structure of the one in gerudo desert which has the small wings 
in mm-hmm. drag it's dragon's exile that's where the, it's located dragon's exile right so that's it the... does have if if you're going based off the fact that that one has small skeletal wing attachments to its back that would lend credence to it actually being the wind fish which would and... imply that Oshis is the one located in the ice cave in hebra okay and then we and then the reason we think levius besides the shell is levius and this is this is I, this is not a theory that I came up with. This actually comes from the Book of Medora podcast, which is an excellent podcast. You should all listen to. Highly um, recommend. Um, it is. They say they think that uh, the Skyloft Sky, which you cannot see Skyloft from the ground in Skyward Sword, which is very like, mm-hmm. like, like if you look down from Skyloft, you just see clouds. You can't see the surface if you look oh. up the surface you can't see skyloft we think skyloft is in its own like weird sky dimension right like a pocket and, right mm. and so what does every pocket dimension in zelda have but a guardian whale who keeps it all keeps it existing um that makes so much sense and um hey no no unacceptable sorry shiny Wait, yeah that name keeps coming to mind for some reason but i'm not sure where i'm getting it from anyway. yeah Probably we all happened. had that. We all had that happen to us. Really? That's so yeah. weird. But I just I am making to point a video game real... right now, and, and the name is. So I mean, you could be just really wanting oh, to play my video. You game. know what? That's probably, probably it. But I just wanted to point out very curiously. Um, mm-hmm. if you look at the map uh-huh. and you look at where you find the Elden Great Skeleton, which is like. Mm-hmm on that backside cliff right by the Delphi and the Badlands. Deeply in Badlands, yeah. Yep. Yes, there we go. Um, If you look, <laughs> it's pretty much with... I mean, you can't really see it from there, but, like, it's within walking distance of the Great Forest. Yeah, it is. It's a rough, it's a rough walk, but you can do it. It's, it's, it's not it's, that it's far there. away. It's there. It's definitely yeah. there. It's, it's. I was actually just thinking similarly uh, that all of the skeletons, if they are who we think they are, are mm-hmm. are a similar distance away from the present day namesake of namesake location of like where they are from. So like, you draw a line from Oshis to the places where to Goponga Swamp. It's a pretty long line, but it's about the same distance as the uh, windfish from Koholit Rock or perhaps Tal Tal Peak or the Peak of Awakening, which is even closer and closer oh, to the that is distance. very interesting. And then if you were to draw a line from oh, Levius to the present day location of what we assume to be Skyloft, which is the Great Plateau, then you have about the same these lines that are about 75% of the map. Now isn't that interesting? <laughs> Just to make you even more like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, <laughs> Break but, out your tinfoil hats, everyone. Yeah, basically. I mean, if, if Calamity Ganon kills these things that have their own pocket dimensions, can he just absorb the pocket dimensions and then put them in one place? Which is or, probably what he's been doing. I mean, maybe not even intentionally. It's very possible. I mean, it's also just as possible that upon killing these deities who have the ability to make these pocket dimensions they might not be like creating worlds they might just be encapsulating actual locations mm. although that doesn't that... make as much sense with the wind fish 
It doesn't. Plus, you're making me think it's like, you're basically saying either this thing is basically Kratos from God of War. I mean, it's either creating its own pocket dimension and creating everything within it. Or oh, like being able to kill these deities. Like these oh, near immortal deities. Calamity yeah. Ganon? Oh, definitely. I mean, he can definitely do that. Yeah. And he's done it before, it seems like, right? Yeah, I mean, and he not only, I mean, he killed the champions and took over all the Sheikah technology. So I would say he's got a fair amount of firepower behind him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if we want to say that, uh, like, the Master Sword is anti-evil, we can actually say that, like, uh, Ganon's power, the the malice is anti-god. I mean, I feel like that's... And I mean, if we really want to kind of continue on with that path, I mean, these kinds of deities have been affected by malice before. I mean, you have to fight Levias before you can even talk to him because he's he's got he's been infected by that parasite, and then Mm -hmm. within this own game, you have to you have to release Nadra from the effects of malice. You notice that malice always turns into like eyeballs at, at its core. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, nobody spoil the end, but like eyeballs, pretty big deal with Calamity Ganon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, let's see. What was the thing that kept the, the windfish asleep? It was a big eyeball. Mm-hmm. What was the thing that kept the the uh, Oceus's power at bay? Uh, Octopus big, eyeball. It, it was a big Octopus eyeball. Eyeball. Uh, and thing... what was what was controlling Levias? Bilocyte. Parasite. Oh my god! Eyeballs dun, are dun. anti-whale. Whales are <laughs> whales are anti-reality. It just keeps going deeper and deeper. We are way down the rabbit hole now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, like I do think it's interesting how in um, in Zelda Two. When they're there to warn you that there are people who will turn into monsters and attack you, somebody says, "Beware! I, eyes of Ganon are everywhere." Oh yeah, people with malice in their hearts. Oh, and is this not also another game where people just do that? Yeah, Pe- people wearing a perversion of the Eye of Truth turn into servants of Ganon and like attack you and say, "Oh uh-huh, yeah, how about that?" So, I love Breath of the Wild because it brings everything I like about every Zelda pretty much into one game, which is pretty awesome. Um, but, quite so let's feat. see. We've talked about the Leviathans. We've talked about Calamity Ganon versus Space Time. We've talked about... Uh, but, but but I think what, what we're sort of... I was going to talk about color coding. I really want to talk about that. So, blue is always the color of, like time or wisdom right wisdom yeah. time or even like the sheikah right the sheikah who are like very wisdom aligned right yeah, yeah. the like seekers of truth the seekers of truth the controllers of time the creators of technology etc okay and then there's that sort of like reddish pink that is malice that is like power that is chaos that is you know all that um, yeah. There is another color here, and that is the green, right? Mm-hmm. Green things, and notably green things in Breath of the Wild, right? I'm going to list them here. Ghosts. Champion powers, which are also ghost powers. 
And that's it. Oh, no, oh, there's wait. one more. There's one more. The Zonai? Is that what you're getting at? No. No, uh, there's another green. You're on the right track. The, the grass? <laughs> no. Oh, the luminous grass. stones? Bingo! Luminous stones? Yes. And what are the luminous stones said to be canonically within the game? I don't remember, actually. This is new to me. They're yeah, me too. To be, they're thought to be the vessels of spirits. Ooh. Okay, that basically confirms my theory here. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up real quick. Explain Just to me so like I'm five. To... Okay. So so okay. It, it, in 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 my video game that I'm making, there's three types of power: physical power, magic power, and spiritual power. Right. And uh-huh. What we're discovering right now is that this is the same in Zelda, which makes me feel very unoriginal, but also. <laughs> so so. So, cur- so we see power, wisdom, and courage as these like really vague concepts, these vague ideas. But now we're seeing that like maybe they actually have an essence that you can that you can point to. Like, what is wisdom? Would you like is- me to read the description? Absolutely, please. Okay. So the inim script for the luminous stone is as follows: This mysterious mineral gives off a pale blue glow in the dark which some believe to be the souls of the dead apparently this stone can be used as a base to make special clothing that clothing makes you uh makes it so that undead enemies do not aggro you and you also glow in the dark and it's really cool (laughs) and you look like a like a like a luchador um yeah, you know. You kind of look more like a spooky, scary skeleton. Hey, down your I spine. go to make our island specifically so I can take pictures of myself as the Bone King. <laughs> the Bone <laughs> King. Um, the Chaos. The Lord, else, the Lord of Bones. <laughs> I won't sell me bones to you. Um, he man. <laughs> shit. Oh, Going God. all the way around, aren't we? Um... <laughs> I, I I do like this this I did not realize that was a, that was a thing about the, the stones. So if you look if you want to look at um you know entities that have grappled that have a like strong grasp on the like blue wisdom time wisdom etc. Like you got the Sheikah, you have like the royal family of Hyrule, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like the ancient Laneru. That's probably also Sheikah, just because like the technology is the same. The, Although the architecture is um, really different, though. Some people actually do kind of posit that the Laneru Promenade might be Skyloftian, I believe. Oh yeah, it is actually. It has a lot of the same. Um, yeah, a lot of the same carvings, right? Yeah, so it's from the same like time period. Um, and. You know, to that point, I would say the Breath of the Wild version of the Zoras are also very wisdom aligned because they're they live much longer than they used to for some reason. They're the most they're described as the most religious ones in the kingdom, which I'm not like they're the most devout followers of Hylia, which is really interesting choice. Um, so there's that. If you want to look at things that are courage or spirit or ghost aligned, uh, well. The Gerudo, 
on some on some level seem to have um their own kind of separate religion from high from that is not mm-hmm. based around Hylia, right? Mm-hmm. They've got their own gods, they've got their own um like heroes. And they uh I th- I don't know why I thought they were courage aligned. There was something green. <laughs> this is an, like they're the ones who figured out how to turn the luminous stone into into like um, oh, I think I know. I think I know where you're getting it from, oh, okay. because they have the Thunderhelm, and um, oh, what's her name? Riju. Riju, no. Urbosa. Uh, uh, yeah, Urbosa. That's her. That's her champion power, lightning. And what uh, generates lightning? Uh, storm. Kind of. I'm thinking more like what entity in this game generates lightning? Stabbing your fingers. Oh, fair, feroche. The 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 green dragon who lives. The dragon of courage. Mm. Right. So this is again. You you, actually you can find feroche in the Gerudo Canyons, or the Gerudo Highlands. Yeah, the Highlands. No, no, you can't. He's only in. Yeah, you can. Really? Yeah. Yeah, totally, I've seen he, I've seen Feroche up there a couple of times whenever I yeah, go up there. Yeah, he totally he totally uh, goes through the highlands. You know that one um like canyon with the snowy puffs? How does he get there? He I believe you're talking about Rosoka Snowfield. Yes. Um oh. I think I mean I've only ever seen him go into Lake Hylia and then back around to. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'll have to look that look yeah, that up. No, you can to- you can totally find Farosh up there at night. That's huh. really interesting that he protects that area because I thought that was Dinral's uh, jurisdiction, but that's Dinral actually kind of, Dinral kind of um goes I down think... into Tanagar Canyon and yeah, across. and kind of peters around to Bantha and part yeah. of Hebra. Wow. Okay. So, um, you know, we could drag and speculate, but what I, w- what I was really trying to say is that, um, really courage seems to be like this thing that people are like less, le- have less figured out in this game. Like you, you get all these powers from your, like sh- your chic attack, right? Mm-hmm. But you, 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 you only get a few things that are green ghost powers. Yeah. Courage um, is by far like the most obscure when it comes to like when you're looking at analogy like analogous stuff in this game right and you I, I think it's interesting that instead of just one hero there's now five mm-hmm. mm. and they all have a green power that is different and they're all powers that wait for it wait for it wait for it I'm Were spells you could obtain in Zelda 2! Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Yep. The jump spell, the thunder spell, the shield spell, and the life spell. Wow. Yeah, baby. I went there. And what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do in Zelda 2? You're trying to earn through trial and effort. By pil- force of courage. By force of courage, exactly. So this game has an interesting lack of mention. 
Yes. Of the Triforce, tri- yeah. Well, yeah. so wait, are you are you telling are you telling us that uh, Breath of the Wild is actually a remake of Zelda Two? <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm not telling you that. No, but I am trying to up uproot a a misconception that I think is widely held about Zelda stuff, which is that magic comes from wisdom, technology comes from wisdom. Magic comes from courage. Mm. And depending on the magic, it could come from power. But power magic seems to be very different. We don't really know a lot about that yet. Because the only places that we see Malice are places where Calamity Ganon was. Around the castle and whatnot. And in the Zonai ruins. But we'll talk about that in a sec. I want to... Uh, I, I, I want to I ask you guys... Um, why so 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 navi actually has to, had to step away for a sec so um we can talk about this now well, yeah. before she gets back but the triforce uh is actually in this game it is the, in one part yes in one it, well it's in two parts in the same situation and um, I think that maybe the fact that it isn't there is why all of the things that are associated with it have had to show up in different forms, like ghosts or malice or weird time controlling technology. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're going to hear more about that in the sequel. I don't know, but I can't wait till the sequel comes out. Yeah. I can't either. But when Navi yeah, hopefully gets back, we learn about something sometime in June. So is Navi back yet? Because I want to talk about the Zonai tribe. Um. Okay. I was just making sure that we're done talking about the spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. We're done with talking right. about that first. Okay. I will uh, make sure she knows. Uh. The. Because the the last the, the says the champion abilities segues pretty well into this other thing Navi had that, that I actually didn't have this as a as a, a thought in my head until she told me this right before the show, but um Oh she's back. Who me? Navi champion abilities, right? They're uh-huh. all spells from Zelda 2 except for one, right? Uh-huh. Which one's that? Link. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Wait, I just had a thought. Oh, is it? So well, um mm, no, but like you know how in the DLC you see that cutscene where uh, Urbosa does the like super charge um, deflect thing, like the the perfect counter or whatever. Oh the yeah, parry? yeah the parry. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the uh... reflect. Yeah, reflect spell. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. That's a stretch. Anyway, what were you gonna say, Navi? Um. Well, this wasn't really my own theory so much as it was. I think it was Nintendo Black Crisis who really brought this one up and made me think about it more is the fact that you've got these five champions, right? But it seems like only four of them truly have powers, mm-hmm. like a special power that they can all use. And I think even, I don't know if Rivali says it like directly, but it seems like he kind of implies that he feels like Link shouldn't be a hero, a champion because he doesn't have a power or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But then when you get into the DLC, 
where you read the champion's diaries, it's kind of implied that he does, but I don't think it's as noticeable right, as their powers are. It's imp- it's implied also that he's lost most of his power after a hundred years, and that even by the end of this game, being fully, you know, OP at the end of the game, mm-hmm. you still don't have all of it back, which makes pre pre death Link really fucking scary. Um, and kind of kind of makes it interesting to you know to think that when we get into Breath of the Wild 2 we might actually see him regaining more of what his original powers were right we but, see green swirls around his hands uh-huh but to get back to what the DLC kind of implies i think it's um specifically uh Daruk's diary where he spoke when he was speaking with link um Link specifically mentions that sometimes if he concentrates really hard, it almost feels like time slows down. Yeah. And we're also talking about a Hylian boy who, when he's knee-high to a freaking grasshopper, can take down fully trained knights without batting an eye. Yeah, that's the... that Yeah, this that's combined, terrifying. With, combined with the, uh, the one line we get about dad, which is just that Zelda says, wow, well, uh, you know, it does make sense that you would follow in your father's footsteps. Like when he's like, when she's like talking about how he's become a knight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that in, I want to say that same Daruk diary, he's talking about having meeting Link as like a little kid, right? And that the mm-hmm. guy who, the guy who, this is pre, this is like pre Daruk as a champion, right? Um uh, yeah, I think uh, I think most of them met Link when he was like a really young child. Well, I don't know. I think just Daruk because most of the other ones are like, oh, I've heard about this guy, but I've never. No, met I think him. Mifa met him when he was. Oh yeah, okay, I could see. Yeah, that. yeah, Mifa definitely met him when he was young. That would explain a lot, actually. Um, but Daruk, um, you know, saying that, uh, oh, you know, Link, he's he's he sh- a. Doesn't he say that someone from the castle shows up with him, right? Like a knight from the castle brings him. Quite possibly. Somebody says that about Link, and I don't remember who, but I know that I feel like that's his dad, right? And we don't know what happens to his dad. We know we we can assume he's dead or whatever, but like, do do we want to like do we want to speculate that his champion power comes from his dad in the way that you know? Uh, Yonobo inherits his from Daruk. Because Yonobo doesn't have, like, doesn't appear to have had any special training to give him that shield ability. He's just like, he has it because he's a descendant of Daruk or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot it makes of- me wonder who Link's dad was. I mean, probably a previous hero, right? But it doesn't. It's mm-hmm. very possible. It doesn't really. All it needs to be is that it, he's like a descendant of, you know, another Link or whatever. But uh-huh. the. the, the 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 real thematic value of that to me is that mm-hmm. so much of Breath of the Wild is about like meeting or not meeting the expectations of one's like inherited role. Like the whole Ooh. thing about Zelda is that she can't like inherit the power or whatever because it's just like not coming to her because I don't know. Well, I mean, there, we could talk about that separately, but um, and how you know everybody else has that, including Link, right? Like he can just do it. Like in the past, it seems. He's got the sword, and he can just swing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a second nature to him. Now, now I will wait 
to finish this particular point until after Navi beats the game because there is something that I realized while I was playing it, replaying it, mm-hmm. it bl- blows this wide open um, that maybe explains why he doesn't have his power after he wakes up. But anyway, uh, that's the that's my theory about the Triforce, actually. But we, we'll talk about that another time. Um, for now, let's talk about who the likely answer ancestor that gives you that cha- champion ability is, right? The only other green, ghostly, like, courageous whatever types that uh, we hear about are the, the Zonai tribe, right? Hmm, yeah. right. The mysterious tribe who seems to have quite a presence but is nowhere to be found. Yeah, all of their stuff is near the edges of the map. So, Faron Woods, uh, the... The mazes. The mazes, yep. which which interestingly, the they don't go into the desert. They don't have any stuff in the desert. It's just as that maze is as far as... Like, it's as if they're territory ends at the desert and then all the other borders of Hyrule. Um, mm-hmm. You find their ruins near let's see, you find you don't really find them in Hebrew, which is interesting. Um, uh, but you, uh, no, but if I'm not mistaken, the closest the one to Hebra or Tabantha would be the Typhlo ruins. Well, no, they do have, they do have a maze at the north East, oh yeah, uh, you're right. The, the North Hebrew. Lome uh, Labyrinth, but that is also like right next to a bunch of their ruins. That if you go south of that and like snake along the top of the map, like oh, the right. ruins are all along that, even before you get right, to right. You're right. And then of course there's the flow ruins, and uh, some of their ruins I think are even in the Great Forest a little bit, but not really. Quite um, possibly, it's it's one of those areas where it's hard to tell because you've got so many environmental effects going on. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, and especially in the Faron province, they're just oh yeah everywhere in there. Um, I do remember there was a video that managed to turn off the dark effect and like low ruins to get a better view of what's yeah, in there. Yeah, I do believe that was one of Zeltic's more recent. Either it was Zeltic or Black Nintendo Black Crisis. One of the two. Right. It was their more was one of their more recent videos. Um, I recent only because I recently replayed the game. Do remember this? But <clears throat> when I was going through Thiflo Ruins, the way that you progress through that is by lighting these torches and looking at the way they're pointing. Um, mm-hmm. But the pointing part is from the beaks. They are shaped like birds. Mm-hmm. Ooh! So the the things that they depict the most in their 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 paintings are like the 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 Deku shield symbol or the fair the Feral, mm-hmm. uh, birds and uh-huh. dragons. Yes, birds. actually, there are three specific uh, statue types to find um, okay. for the Zonai. Uh, mm-hmm. The owl and the dragon ones are the most common. All right, um, owls. Yeah, they have. They're like they kind of look like totems because they're long. They're long columns. But they're owls, or yes. something akin to an owl. Um, I believe there may be one. There might be one that's in the Typhlo ruins, but there are a couple in in um the offering ones, the offering statues that are all over the Faron Woods. Yes, um, there is a couple in 
the Faron region, like when you get up into um the forests up there, up towards like zone the Zonai ruins and like the Jokozu Lake and all that. Right. In those wet in those like wet tropical rainforesty. And areas, that's where the Spring of Courage is. Yes. They're hard to spot because they're far more degraded and less noticeable because they're half buried or they're mossy, but they actually do have statues that depict boars. Okay, so this is our this is this is really where I wanted to discussion. Um, <laughs> when we look at the ten thousand year old tapestry of the first fight with Calamity Ganon, right? Yep. Very clearly, the reincarnation of Hylia, presumably as Zelda, is fighting mm-hmm. on one side, and the other side is a uh, well, a dude with the sword that seals the darkness, but also red hair and tusks. Yep. And, and greenish what, blue clothing. And what? specifically do you get from that um warrior set oh my fucking god you're right i didn't even think about that what um the barbarian suit yeah so from from that barbarian set which that you get from the lome labyrinths mm -hmm, said to belong said to belong to a tribe that uh prized courage right Uh and lived in the pharaon region and worshiped Uh. dragons the symbol of courage. What does that oh. headpiece look like? A boar. It is a skull with tusks and red hair. Uh... <laughs> it's either a a tribe that is like, yeah, we kill Ganon, or yeah, we are Ganon. <laughs> like, like which 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 one of those you want to go with? You want to go with the theory that it's. Oh, you know, this is the late, this is the tribe that invented all the stuff that they're all inheriting, or is this the this the tribe that our 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 Ganondorf, who we find underground, covered in Gerudo stuff, so he's probably not Zodai. It's uh, probably it's, the first one. It's highly unlikely. Um, my theory would be for the Zonai specifically because uh, if I can pull up the. It's so fascinating. The barbarian armor. I do believe the description reads as armor once favored by an ancient warlike tribe from the Farron region. The war paint bolsters your fighting spirit and raises your attack power, a.k.a. your courage. Based on my own knowledge of... And it puts purple body paint on you, much like the silver enemies it's kind of purpley red yeah it depends on the lighting well i painted mine red so that it would look like blood oh gotcha gotcha (laughs) but when you look at it and just based on some of my own knowledge from i i don't want to use the word tribe because it's not technically correct but indigenous people and the kind of armor symbolism that they wear it would seem to me the zoni may wear armor symbolic of their enemies as like yeah a taunt, i was not i wasn't gonna try to relate it to anything real i just think that's sort of like sh- shaky murky kind of territory uh-huh. but 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 i do but i was actually sort of implying that yeah they're not like worshiping ganon they're like wearing his bones like yeah like, like i feel like that's more the or like it's the it's the symbolic yeah. nature of being like yeah we're you know we're the tamers of power or something but hey 
That would be if 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 you were to think that that initial hero was Zonai, it would make sense then that the Zonai are all wiped out and their ruins are covered in malice because it they would be targeted first by uh, Calamity Ganon if. Yeah, no, that makes absolute sense because if you wipe out courage, there's nothing to face the power. Right, wisdom right. alone is not enough. Right, and so the uh, other thing, the one last thing I wanted to say about the Zonai. Uh, or the the Lome the Lome Labyrinth actually specifically is that uh, the architecture just sort of maybe a little bit reminds me, of, you know, a Stone Tower Temple. Ooh, yeah, just, I can see it. Just to throw a bone to the most rabid part of the land base. Um, Not only what? that, but. Isn't it very interesting that all of the Lome ruins, um, not only do they house shrines, which some debate may or may not imply like some kind yes. of partnership between the yeah. two It's a thought races. I had as well, it's, that, that, that the, they must have known each other. So it's Which is possible. It's either that or it's just possible that the Sheikah repurposed the Zonai ruins long after they were gone. Maybe, but but I mean, so you know how a lot of the Sheikah shrines to open them, you have to put an orb in a hole? (laughs) And they all have that same pedestal? Uh So... Go ahead, Dark. I just just thought of a theory right off, like, what we're talking about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah, yeah. What if the Zonai is that tribe in Majora's Mask? (laughs) <laughs> ah. that, tribe, that tribe that made Majora's Mask itself. If we're if we're mm. gonna do the if we're gonna do the um the connection thing here, uh oh 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 you, you might be right because here's here's the thing, uh-huh. um the okay okay so wow. The, the green aligned stone, right? You use it to make the armor that looks like bones that makes the undead not attack you, right? Yes. Ghostly spirit, courage, powers. Okay, got it. So, yeah. there is another item in the game that gives you the same exact effect. It is Majora's Mask. Dun, dun, dun. Also, also, the, like, mask-wearing uh, monster uh, aligned tribe that shows up in all three timelines actually uh, all have these characteristics, right? So there's the downfall timeline has the the Lorulian um, uh, cult. There's the tribe in the, in the adult child timeline which is Majora's Mask. The adult mm-hmm. timeline? Um, not really sure about the adult timeline, to be honest, but uh, you could point in a number of directions in New Hyrule. Although that is curiously the one Zelda game that does not get brought up in the map names of things. There is no. Hmm. Um, you could maybe say Cobble Kingdom because they are pretty much the Akana of that timeline. Uh, they have like the same. Oh, yeah, you're right. They have the same fate, similar, um, like. Uh, you know, problem. Uh, they are all named after the Carpenter Bros, which makes them less cool. But <laughs> uh, I don't know about masks. But anyway, um, maybe onto something there, Dark. Just because uh, it, you know, it's never talked about who those people were. It's never talked about like what their this, power was. The, this prevailing tribe in every timeline that's trying to stop the hero. I would say though that if they're a thing, they're more malice 
or power aligned, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the guy in low rule is like, wear the mask, worship the monsters, they will give you power, right? And mm-hmm. then like also Majora's mask is very pink. <laughs> yes. There's nothing green about that thing. Um, yeah, which kind of throws a wrench into that theory a little bit because the Zonai, you know at least it's there depicted. You know what's a tealy green and gives you the same benefits as the barbarian armor? Yeah. <laughs> the fierce deity armor. Ooh. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, we're just, like, going and getting, like, non-canon yeah. stuff from other games. It's Amiibo. But, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's, it's, it's an interesting It's an interesting point to bring up. But, I mean, at least how they're portrayed primarily in Breath of the Wild... These the Zonai tribe was a people who favored courage over everything else and were very much worshippers of dragons, which at least right. in this game symbolizes courage. Well, I mean one of extent. them one of them does. The others mm-hmm. it's sort of like well yeah, to make the hero's garb better as as best as it can be, you actually have to get stuff from every dragon. So that's yep. actually a good point. But um yeah i i i uh i like that i also wonder if there is again a connection i don't know that there is i would say there's definitely a link connection at the very least but um there it might be i would say there's probably a connection to ganon somehow but i don't know how literal the connection might be it might be more of like tenuous right yeah or symbolic in some way i do think they are committing to this ganon being a I, I don't think there's really any way to ignore that just because, I mean, look at the ornamentation when you get it. Yeah, the Gerudo symbol is literally everywhere. And also, Urbosa straight up mentions it, you know? Mm-hmm. In the, That's in the true. Game. Uh, during the final battle? No, no, not during the final battle. She mentions it when the um she starts moving um Va, whatever yeah. that thing's name is. Nibiru, yeah, <laughs> yeah Va Nabours. She's like, um, a, a previous... Ganon was a Gerudo, and that makes it even that makes this now even it's more sweet. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Now I mean, it's personal. Historically, throughout the series, Ganon has always been Gerudo. Mostly yeah, because Gerudo, up until you know, funnily enough, up until this game, primarily Gerudo have mostly been associated with power, as opposed to courage. Hmm. Uh well yeah and also I was just noticing this the other day there hasn't been a there haven't been Gerudo in the games since uh Four Swords Adventures. So oh I yeah, you're right. Disappeared for like a good fifteen twelve. I years mean, or something. They're not in Twilight Princess, but I mean they're mentioned at least. Yeah, um, ruins, yeah, that's ruins. because they got off scot free and not being <laughs> a shit yeah, game. I, 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 he comes Dang. in at the right time. Wow, Mega Man 36 confirmed Hylian imperialist. Dang. Wow. Although Twilight Princess Trooper. Um, you know, <laughs> this is this whole thing with the Zonai though is really interesting because if we're if we're going to go with the theory that this first hero or you know, the hero from 10,000 whatever years back was in fact Zonai, would that imply that Link might actually have Zonai lineage? Yes. As opposed to being Hylian. Yeah. I mean, he could technically be both, but... Yeah, right. I mean, like, in the same way that a Rito can have both 
can have an Azor lineage. Yeah, I totally, I totally think. Oh so. yeah, I mean, and I mean, I think it's kind of implied, at least somewhat, from the armor and other things that the Zonai are humanoid to most, probably like up, probably just about as humanoid as a Hylian would be. Yeah. So it's interesting. So it's because. It's like, are they like the Sheikah, where they're kind of separate from the Hylians, or are the Zonai an offshoot of Hylians that just follow a different? Maybe they are the. Maybe they're the. Maybe they are the prehistoric Hylians. (laughs) Maybe they're. You know, it's funny you should mention that. That before the uh, Skyloft, like maybe they're the ones that were that remained on the surface or something. I think there are an actual couple of um, videos that. postulate that theory i i think if nintendo wanted to um that that uh link is part of the zonai tribe they could yeah they they could put that in a lot of things because you there are no points where you you like see link's parents like in ocarina time his parents die before link is born or like well, after Link die is born. Before, die before he's born? I, okay. He's never he's born at age six without a face. Yeah, okay, okay. I made a mistake, okay? I admit that. Dark Link. What have you done? You changed the future. You've created a time paradox. Um, but, like, if they wanted to, they could put it, that theory into a lot of things. I Six think... And you were 85 and I he think was murdering it's, people? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you have a good point. It's something that they could definitely work into a lot, especially with the idea that if the Zonai look very similar to Hylians, there might not be much of, like, a noticeable difference between them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is kind of interesting that you did mention um, his parents in Ocarina of Time because obviously I think it's mentioned that his mother fled with him and begged yeah. the Deku Tree to protect him and the Deku Tree did only because he could sense that Link had a great purpose later on in his life which yeah. kind of implies that the Deku Tree was like eh this kid's not important let him die um yeah <laughs> I only yeah. deal with forest children what the fuck is this but this thing's gonna is, grow up but it is interesting <laughs> to think that if you in a lot of games if you notice Link is even though he's implied or directly stated to be Hylian he's always kind of othered mm-hmm. I mean in the like, first people game think he's that, weird. people do think he's weird and I mean he and, is weird yeah. I mean he doesn't he's speak weird. well there's a reason for that in Breath of the Wild they actually explain that, but, that but I don't think Navi knows about that yet Oh no, I know about that. Oh, okay. But, um, it's just, it's interesting that th- by working in the Zonai and maybe implying that Link is actually Zonai, to some extent, maybe not completely Zonai, maybe like Zonai and Hylian, as opposed to just strictly Hylian, it would kind of make sense as to why he would be kind of othered. True. Because it means he's kind of like this weird outlier and I mean like in how many games do we see Link being like you know he's the child he's a child 
fell to the forest, or, you know, he came from this weird, secluded town, or something like that. He's never really directly mists of, like, in terms of, like, being a part of, like, Castletown, or, like, you know, he's always from a farm, or something like that. He's always from, like, the outer edges of the map. Right, Ordon Province, which is not technically part of Hyrule. Which, you know, kind of fits into the whole... Yeah, he's just this humble little country kid who became a hero, but... (laughs) Moogs doesn't want us to talk about Ordon, but uh, I think... Fine, we'll call it Nakluda, right? Probably the same place. It probably is. I mean, Um, if I was from Twilight Princess, I'd want to turn into a run-down village. (laughs) You are a run-down village, okay? Let's be... (laughs) You're a run-down, but solar-powered, very green village. Oh my gosh. He's green, not just in the sense that he's eco-friendly, but also that he... He's literally green. We We have jokes about green Mega Man, right? Do, do we don't those are inside jokes though we can't really yeah explain that to the audience just watch captain and the game master you'll understand so i think it's just really interesting that by bringing in this new i don't really want to call him like a, a i guess a new race would be uh, like really a new a new um like like a new inhabitant of hyrule yeah like and one that's specifically more associated with courage than, say, the Korok or the Kokiri, because eh, that tie-in was kind of flimsy from the start. But... I mean, it's... it's It must be somewhat related, right? Just because it's... Uh... I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that the presence of both the Deku and the Koroks is sort of an interesting thing that... Like, we haven't seen the Deku ever again. That's true. And it is interesting that, you know, a lot of the symbols that are associated with the Zonai is literally what we would consider either the symbol of Faron or Faror or Deku, because I think one of the things it was most primarily shown as, you know, on the Deku shield and the Kokiri emerald, that's where it really kind of started. Right, right. Okay, so, so uh, two, a couple things. Just want to check in here. Um, we have two more topics, but we are pretty far. We are, we we're going long. Uh, we can always come back this to another day. You know, we could. We could do a Theory mongers part two. Theory mongers part two. I actually really like that idea. And you know what? Let me just let me let me open. Hold on a sec here. Gotta let's kill something and take a look. Hold on, take a look here. <laughs> I'm just imagining a little animatic of Shiny, like, throwing things off his desk and, like, digging in a chest. Wait, here's ah, a sound okay. effect. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> that is our, that's our meter. You can all see that. That's our, that's our yeah. content, con- content meter. Um, <laughs> <very shiny. laughs> uh, so, Navi, I don't know if Navi knows, knows just yet, but uh, the way things work around here now is that uh, we have to fill up the content meter to make the windmill hut the the windmill part of the windmill hut spin right and, uh, wow. it, it will spin until pretty much the next episode and then we have to build it up again yeah um, and when, when we do that it uh, everything powers on for a little bit and we actually get just about one song's worth of power to uh, oh. listen 
there's still something else we need to do. Do we want to save that for the second one, though? Oh, well, yeah. Actually, is it, is yeah. It, is, it, is it really current news, though? Not anymore. Like, like will it be really not current? <laughs> not will anymore. it be really not current next week? Well, I mean, it's a rumor in progress, so possibly. Rumor has it. Also, Navi, have you by chance seen any power moons around? Um, no, I don't think so. Not recently, anyway. Oh man, we're 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 trying to we're trying to get them all together because those, yeah. those are for, those are from the house. Really? We'll uh, I, I've actually been picking them up. You, you haven't heard. I don't know if anybody noticed, but I've been picking some up as we've been going along here. Yeah. Um, oh. Mostly while mostly while Navi was talking, I was, I was picking some up. So yeah. Well, I guess I'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah. I I I bought um. A bunch of clothes to help with that. I don't know how they helped, but you know. You, you mean you spent power moons? No, no, I didn't spend power moons. I spent coins that I found. Okay, be- good because I would have slapped you across the head if you did. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would never do that. Okay. Blue sacred energy is not the currency. <laughs> not yet. I spent coins to get clothes that gave me power moons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It happened. It happens. You know. Can you actually Man, do that in Odyssey? there's so much that happened while I was asleep. Why didn't you guys wake me up sooner? Yes. Probably we the were... same reason why they didn't wake me up sooner. Hell, they were using my unconscious body to edit this podcast. Actually, speaking of which, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need your. Damn you! I gotta plug in the music box. Also, making sure we're kind of slightly hiding from like the locals so we don't get lynched. Oh. Actually. Also, Wait, I just remembered something. There's um, well, well, not after us, just after pretty much anything that moves within their vicinity. So, um, th- yeah. Th- Why'd you wake us up again? <laughs> so, well, I mean, we gotta do something about it, right? I mean, well, if we don't, yeah. it'll be fucking polygon team forever. Oh, oh. oh dear. Uh, which th- that is. Oh no. Pretty much the only other people here. Um, yeah. So you know. I know they don't have eyes, but like just sort of avoid where the eyes would be, and you yeah. should. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, let's power things on. Let's hear the song, and okay. um, we can we can return to this. Let's say we'll record we'll record the other half of this. Maybe uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe whenever whenever works for you guys. Maybe the next day that you can all be here. Okay. okay. And we'll do a two-parter, and then we'll have extra content, content in the bank, um, and hopefully that'll give us some more time to find some power moons too, because we're behind. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, oh yes, I also wanted to mention uh, if you have listener mail, you can send them to the. Uh, uh, well, this is it. This I don't know why this is the. This is just what it says here. This is just the, the contact email, but it's nova.alamak at gmail.com. That's nova.alamak at gmail.com. Send us your listener mail. If you have any kind of question, send it to us, and uh, we will answer it. Also, if you have advice for us in terms of, like, repairing our studio, that would be much appreciated, as well yes. as... Um, if you have theories about this mystery, 
um, as to what exactly happened, because even though I was the first to be awakened, um, I don't actually know what what happened here. I don't remember anything um, in the interim. So, you know, if you've got some time, maybe give us your your take on that. Yeah. Or send us supplies, because uh, it's kind of a wreck around here. Seven your moons. Send us moons. Send us moons. Send me your moons. We take multi-moons, too, if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Go kill a a few bosses for us, okay? Kill a few bosses for us and send us your moons. Maybe if you have any um, raspberries on hand? Yeah, that would would work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also... If you have, if you know where my my remaining spinning sages are, I need them. So, if you yeah. are a spinning sage, please write in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, please so... write in with your location so we can pick you up. Yeah, we just want to talk. Where are you at? Uh, let's 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 crank this up. And uh, and sign off. I'm Shiny Vacation. Man, thirty six. Rip and tear until it is done. <laughs> I'm Navi Faye, and I think I want to go back to bed. <laughs> Don't. It's too dangerous. Oh, I can't I, sleep when there's monsters nearby. I'm Darkwing Twenty Two, and I need a catchphrase. <laughs> I'm Blue Minora, and I don't know. That's it. You got boss power!